Welcome to Marvelous Thoughts. My name is Erica. I'm Carrie. I'm Liz. And I'm here. And I'm Kate. (laughs) (laughs) So, as you can kind of tell by Kate's uh, introduction of herself, this is not really her topic of expertise. (laughs) So we're going to be talking about the upcoming Women's World Cup that's taking place in France. Coming up here in a couple weeks, actually, June 7th is the start. And for people who are listening that don't really follow much of soccer, the World Cup comes around every four years and it changes uh, host countries. And it's made up of 24 teams that have qualified through um, tournaments in their regions. And that's divided out into six groups of four teams. Every team is guaranteed three games. They play everybody else in their group once. And then based off of those results, 16 teams advance to... The knockout rounds and then from there it's just single elimination until we get two teams for our final game on july 7th mm-hmm. so that's kind of the rundown month of soccer that's month just soccer. wonderful yeah. it is there's so much soccer that goes on and we're all kind of bummed that we didn't think to go to the last world cup since it was in canada and france is very much further away and <laughs> <laughs> not nearly as doable but we did get the chance to go and see the U.S. team play um, in their send-off series against uh, New Zealand we, in St. Louis. Kate. And my escape, Kate. Like honestly, I was like, oh, Kate would help join us, but she's in Ames right now, so I don't know if she'd want to come. And like, <laughs> didn't realize you had moved back when you bought the yeah. tickets. Otherwise, you would have totally been invited to come. So and then I would have been able to recognize a soccer ball. Yes, <laughs> here I am. Yeah, Still don't stuff. know what it looks like. Still <laughs> wondering how it works. Anyway, I'm kind of like the mic, but then <laughs> but they're like hexagons, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. See, you're basically halfway there. It's just go. a sports ball. Yeah. You can a use any ball. ball to sport with. Yeah. <laughs> so Kate's a newcomer. Yeah, mm-hmm. welcome, Kate. Yeah, I, I am learning many, intro. many things. Yeah. Ace, do we have any thoughts about the game that we went to? I was super excited. I've never been to a professional soccer game. Mm-hmm. Um club or country and I mean obviously I'm very excited I came wearing a soccer jersey tonight it's not the U.S. <laughs> jersey but it is the Portland Thorns so shout out to NWSL Portland yeah I dig that I also have a question um for those of us who don't know the difference what is the difference between club and country Ooh. country is Country's so <laughs> you so like I would have to play for the U.S. because that's where I was born and where my parents are from gotcha. but some people like um, if their parents are Italian and they grew up in another country, they could play. They could choose to play for either team. But once they play for like the full national team, like the senior team, the, the highest level of the national team, then they're committed to that mm-hmm. nation. Got it. So the national team is essentially taking the best players from a country, from a country mm-hmm. and putting them all on one team, and they play other national teams from other countries in the like, throughout the year, but also, like, specifically for the World Cup. Yeah, for the World Cup, for the Olympics, Mm -hmm. teams would be there as well. Um, There's other cups, like the U.S. men have the Gold Cup coming Mm -hmm. up here, about the same time as the World Cup. And the Gold Cup is just countries from our region play each Mm other. Steve's best team in the region. And then club would just be professional. So it would be the soccer version of the NFL. Right. 
Mm -hmm. MLB, that kind of thing. And that's that's there's huge international. Yes. I mean, in the U.S., it's growing, but it's not nearly as big of a deal as it is in Europe, Mm -hmm. especially. But, I mean, Spain, Portugal, and... Yeah, and then they have club competitions between the countries, like... There's just uh, basically the, soccer year-round. Mm-hmm. Great. And really it's looking for great. something to watch. So the Men's and Women's World Cups happen on two separate years. So last year was the Men's World Cup. And they have a larger... I think they have a, a few more teams. They have 32. No. Yeah. We were trying to decide 30, this. They have 32 currently. They were mm-hmm. supposed to expand to 48 for the next World Cup, but that has now been changed. Two World Cups from now for the men. It's going to be split between the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. It's a joint bid. And that'll be a 48 field. So there'll be 48 teams in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double the size. Primarily of the in the United States, but in yeah. and Mexico. But Canada has mm-hmm. their teams. Mm-hmm. Or stadiums, I guess, teams mm-hmm. too. So that'll so, be. So the women will definitely go to the World Cup. Yes. Ooh, gonna, <laughs> They're going to be playing in like that's Kansas like City. Eight like, years, so. Yes. We'll have, I don't care who I'm watching, I'm going. <laughs> exactly. <It's a> true <laughs> story. Yeah. Okay. So, we went down down to St. Louis. They um, played in Bush Stadium, which is the home of the St. Louis Cardinals, which is the best team in baseball. And we're going to have to come back to that discussion. <laughs> oh, no. We're not talking baseball here. So, we went down and we saw them. They played New Zealand. Um, one five nothing. Yes, 5-0. Yep. Um, but I think they pretty much had their team, like the starters that will be starting in the World Cup, which was a lot of fun for me to be able to see them. Like, it wasn't just like the B squad playing. It was like... These are the best players, players in the U.S. Yeah. And the U.S. is ranked number one in the world, and they won last time. So it's going to be... We're defending champions. defending title um, in a couple of weeks. Fun um, fact, Kate. The U.S. men's soccer team, <laughs> not super great compared to other countries. But the U.S. women's team... A-okay. Really, good. I know this, but the U.S. men—they're still ranked like twenty-five. Yeah, so they're, they're much better than other countries. But when you just like balance out men's to women's side, like the men did not make it into the last World Cup, but they mm-hmm. got way more money. Uh huh. Right. That's also another topic for. Okay, that's <laughs> we can, not bitter, we can that's dive okay. into. For, there's currently a lawsuit between the team and U.S. soccer because yeah. of yeah. okay. the pay scale and even FIFA, like the prize money that the. The winner of this World Cup will walk away with um, for the it's women much is much less than France, who won last year. For the men, walked away with. Wow. Mm-hmm. We'll see how this lawsuit. We'll talk goes. about it in terms of Marvel and soccer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we got to play. I'm most excited about playing or getting to see Tobin Heath play because the jersey that I'm wearing is a Tobin Heath jersey. Obviously, mm-hmm. my favorite player, and. I guess it's really exciting seeing her and players like Lavelle, Rose Lavelle, play mm-hmm. because they're so creative. And every time they get the ball, I just almost start laughing or giggling because I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Whether that's just like spin around somebody, nutmeg them, I just who knows what. But mm-hmm. it's just so. Do <laughs> <laughs> you need to know what nutmeg is? Hi, yeah. <laughs> so it's kicking the ball between, like kicking the ball between the defender's legs, and then running around and getting the ball on. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there? Play, or were there players that you two were looking forward to watch? I was really excited to see Julie Ertz. Um, I think she kind of, uh, four years ago, she kind of burst on the scene with the World Cup. And she's just uh, really, like... She was still playing in college at that point, too. Yeah, she's just, like... A, I believe she almost didn't make the roster. Yeah, she was, like, a substitute, and then somebody dropped out, and so she was able to play. And she played all, four, all seven games, and, like, now she's considered, like, 
one of the first team names on the team sheet kind of thing. Like she's one of the guaranteed players and um, no disrespect to any of the other players. Like I love, like it's great to watch them all, but she's a believer. And so like, I think like seeing her faith lived out too, um, it's always cool to see uh, people who are at the top of their game. I was excited to watch Carly Lloyd play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a soft spot for those older faithful players. Mm -hmm. Like for the men's side, that's what Landon Donovan was to me. He was Mm -hmm. that like solid player that you could kind of just depend on. And that's kind of what Carly Lloyd is to me, even though she's not maybe the fastest person on the field anymore. She's not a starter anymore, but she's like super dependable. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why she's the first sub into the game. It's not like she's bad. No. No. They're, yeah, Overabundance the of talent, pretty much. Yeah. Um, as far as the game and thinking about the World Cup, the U.S. has not faced a lot of uh, good opponents recently, I think. Um, so the She Believes Cup had England and France and mm-hmm. Brazil? Yes, I believe so. And they actually, that those are ranked in the top ten. Um, let's see. England is three. France, France is four. Is four. Um, and Brazil is 10. So, Mm -hmm. most of the time, like, in the region, the competition is, like, not very good at all. And, um... It's, I mean, for CONCACAF, which is our regional group we have to qualify to go to mm -hmm. to the World Cup through, it's Canada and the U.S. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they gave up any goals in qualifying, Mm, in the qualifying tournament. I don't think they did either. I mean, Um, they played, what, was it three games in, like, a little over a week? Mm-hmm. And pretty much rolled over every single team. Just because mm-hmm. the competition is not as strong. Because these other countries, they do not have the resources that the U.S. does. Mm-hmm. Which is saying something. I mean, obviously the U.S. is very fortunate to be able to do what they do. And to have the resources that we have. Mm-hmm. And there's some countries that they're struggling to even fill a roster. To get mm-hmm. 20 people to come mm-hmm. to games. And But they're, like, especially in Europe, and there's a lot of places where it's growing. And so now... It used to be that the U.S. was kind of the favorite, and they're still the favorite going into this World Cup, but it used to be that they were not the favorite at all. Or, like, they were, like, heads and shoulders above everybody else. New Zealand pressed them at the beginning and, like, put some pressure on the defenders, which the defenders haven't had any... They haven't had any pressure put on them. Like, even um, the South Africa game, like, there was not a shot on goal. And so, like, that, like, so they're not tried and they're not tested going into these games where there's a lot of stronger teams and so it'll be I really appreciated that at least in the first 20 minutes or so there was there was more pressure like they had to move the ball they had to be quicker about it and the defense definitely seems like more of the weaker spot mm-hmm. and with that said they're still phenomenal athletes you know Sauerbron mm-hmm. has how much experience Dahlkemper is a you know a great talent mm-hmm. and then when you have players like O'Hara and Dunn who they can do a little bit of everything, and they're mm-hmm. also up there helping score goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a bad backline by any means. They're still mm-hmm. very good, but when you compare it to past teams who've been very strong backlines, mm-hmm. and they helped carry the team more, and this year it's sort of switched. They've gone away a little bit more from that defensive focus. Mm-hmm. And part of that's just like they have so much talent up front. That they can just push and put all this pressure on other teams and just pour in goals. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if we're able to just win on purely getting, you know, four or five goals a game and giving up three goals. Or if we're going to be able to balance that out when it Mm -hmm. comes to the World Cup. Mm -hmm. Kate, you also, when you're in the group stage, you get points based on 
a win you can tie in soccer. A team doesn't have to For group win. play. Really? For group yeah. play. So, like, you get, is it three, three points, points for, for winning? winning? One point for a tie and Zero nothing points. for a loss. And so the top two teams in every group automatically qualify for the knockout round, mm-hmm. as well as four additional teams. And I'm not sure of exactly how that's chosen, but mm-hmm. I think it's like the third team in different groups, you kind of see how you match up against the other third-ranked teams in those groups, and then you'll get pulled through depending on, on how it all balances out. Mm-hmm. So so I guess my question is, if there's a tie... Yes. Mm-hmm. So those teams get teams, one point. Yes. No, I mean, if they're... In, in rankings? The, yeah. So then there are tiebreakers, and that can be goal scored, like total goal scored. Okay, yeah, I was wondering. So there's several different ones you go down, because occasionally Cause there's like the, they the get differential between different... like how much you win by. And yeah, and right. also the, I think the head-to-head comes into play. Yep, exactly. Um, I mean, and occasionally they have to go through every single one of those mm-hmm. to determine who it is that wow. gets like that second automatic bid or that kind of thing. But typically there's usually a clear winner from mm-hmm. each group yeah. because the best teams are not in the same Yeah, groups. so how they do like, a draw to determine who's in what group. So, mm-hmm. like, the top-ranked teams are in one pool that is drawn from, mm-hmm. and then one is drawn out and put in every single group. Therefore, you I don't see. have the top four teams in the same group. Mm-hmm. They're all beating each up each other out. up, and yeah. then one of them doesn't mm-hmm. even make it to knockout. Mm-hmm. So there's different kind of, like, strength pools, I guess you could say. And so that's how they balance out the groups a little bit more with the hope that they'll get the best teams into the final. Mm-hmm. And, cool. and that is unique, I think, to soccer. I don't think a lot of other professional sports do it so fairly. Like, I think about baseball. And so the World Series is always played between the best team from this conference and the best team from this conference. Um, when the best teams could when really there be could the be two, like, like, so I right. think about how in the in the conference games or whatever leading up to the World Series, you are um, playing maybe the other best team to have mm-hmm. to get to the World Series and play a team that's inferior to both yeah. of you, which I think is not right. I don't like that at all. And I think it's similar in basketball, <laughs> and I think it's similar in football, yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. And, of course, crazy stuff can always happen, but that's part of, I guess, the benefit of group play as opposed to going to mm-hmm. definitely single elimination the whole way through is that you kind of get a little bit more of that balance. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to the games, you do want to see two great teams facing each other in the final. Mm-hmm. And I also think along with that, like, this is a truly international tournament. Like, so much, like, the World Series is not the world. It's the United States and Canada. Um, and, like, there's not, besides the Olympics, there's not many tournaments in a sp- in sports that happen on a global scale in the same way. And so I think that's why they are able to create a little bit more equity in the way that they, like, build the build to the final. So now we're going to go into looking more specifically at uh, the World Cup this summer. Um, the main three teams, other than the U.S., obviously, that I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to watching is Australia. They have a really great, like, young talent pool that they're drawing from, and Sam Kerr is just phenomenal athlete and it's always a lot of fun to watch her play mm-hmm. and then um canada would be the second one and sinclair she is just kind of the energizer bunny she's been their captain for quite a while now and she's getting up there like caps and goals and all that kind of stuff and then the last one i would say is jamaica 
and I think that's mainly because they, they also came out of CONCACAF. Um, I'm obviously uh, the U.S. Um, I'm kind of interested in England, seeing um, how they do, and and France is hosting, so I think it'll be fun to watch, like, last year Russia hosted and they, like, blew everybody away in the way that they won and they advanced far beyond what they were supposed to, and France is really, really good, so they have a good shot at winning, but it'll be, it'll be interesting if the, if the groups play out, and I think both France and the U.S. win their groups, or somehow mm -hmm. it, however the brackets work out, they would, there's potential for the U.S. and France to play each other in Paris for the, like, the semifinals, so that would be the round of, round of eight, and that is a game that, like, that's the game. Moving on to the, I guess, fun part for me, because I get to see if you guys know much about soccer. Yeah. Is the trivia section. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we've decided that Kate's going to go first. Yeah. And this is going to be quite enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is, uh, what player has the most international caps? Oh, Mia Hamm. That uh, is a soccer player. That's yeah. A <laughs> Wait, no. player for the U.S.? No, just... In general? Oh, yep. Oh, in Just general. in general. Um, Actually... I should know this, right? You should know this. Okay. We were going uh, over Sinclair. Nope. Abby Wambach. Nope. Christine Lilly. Oh, that would 354. be 354. She came in really young, and she was like, she played until she was yeah. a lot older than she could She has Sinclair's 43 about more than the second place, and then seven of the top eight are all retired U.S. players, and the highest active player Sinclair. is Sinclair, and she's, and she's almost about to pass Yeah, she's Wambach. at 281. Okay, flair with the most international goals. Oh, uh, Wombat. It's either Wombat or Sinclair, I betcha. You got it, got to pick. One or the other. Go with uh, I'm gonna say, uh, Sinclair. Wombat. Wombat. Oh, shoot. Yes! US player, 180 <laughs> points. You don't know Wombat is. <laughs> yeah, but but I said it like five times during the call. last <laughs> She's but really good. Sinclair's in second. And That's the one I was thinking she of. She has 181. So, unless something crazy happens, she, she should break it in the World Cup. Okay, the player who has played in the most World Cups. Mel Lavender. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Um, How'd you, you know? <laughs> who did you guess? I, guess, I said Christine Lilly. I'm going to guess Christine Lillian. It was five, right? It was not. So you got one part of it, right? Six. <gasps> Six. Six cups played in by two players. Uh, and I'm going to butcher these names. Formiga from Brazil and Homara Sawa of Japan. Both played in six. Yeah, those players. Those so. were the next guesses in my mind. <laughs> I got more points than you guys. <laughs> you got two. Kate's in the yes. lead. I gave yeah. myself a half a point. So I'm 1.5. Okay, that's, that's okay. That's, that's I'm winning the trivia section, guys. So I'm not. Actually, I get a half point because you only got half of that right. All right. So we're tied. All right. Stump you. When was the first World Cup and where? Mmm, 1825. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> Very ambitious. Continue. Where was it played? Uh, it was played in the southern dunes of Jordan. I'm pretty sure it was 91. <laughs> One of you is way wrong. <laughs> it was either 91 or 
80. Get, you gotta choose one. <laughs> it's this or this. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's been... You can't, look can't at look at that! Look, don't look at that! Look at that! Cheater, cheater, pants on fire! <laughs> no, okay. 91. I'm gonna say 91. And where? Come on. Let's Brazil? Go. On the clock. 87. I'm glad that you did the math. In England. You get half a point. 91 oh, was the correct year. It was in China. Alright, so... What two teams have met the most times in the World Cup, and how many times? England and France. How many times do you think they've met? What are you talking about? Like, just Just group play? It could be group play, it could be finals, it could be however many times. Oh, how many total? 108. You realize (laughs) it started in 91, that's a lot of games. They play seven total, like, if they make it all the way to the final, they play yeah. seven I'm games. counting scrimmage. Yeah. No, 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 just World Cup. Like she made, a, she oh. said her answer, okay? <laughs> Guys, she's not going to get it right um, here. I saw this. Norway and somebody. Japan? And <laughs> Who does this every time? And how many times? Um, I'm going to say three. Okay, go. U.S. and... Japan. Nobody gets points. I guess how many times? <laughs> you might be able to get half a point. How many point? How many times did you get? I'm not going to tell you. I guessed 108. <laughs> so, so you might want to guess 107. Just be safe. Six. So it was the U.S. and Sweden five Wait, times. I got a third of a point. No, it was because you have to get the two teams right. That's one part of it. Because what? what the first part of that question was what two teams, and the second part was how many times have they played? That makes sense. They have faced each other an awful lot. What country has won the most World Cup finals? So the team has been the champion the most times. Merry old England. <laughs> and how many times do you think they've won? Uh, since 1825? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alternative history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing they've won seven. Okay. Uh, the U.S. and three. U.S. and three? Oh. The U.S. and three! They won in 91, 99, and 2015. Alrighty, next one. What country has the most World Cup goals? Germany. Kate? Invisible Kate? She guessed Mary Old England. <laughs> well, both of you are wrong. Darn it. It's the U.S. with 112, but Germany... Is one behind with 111. You guessed Merry Old England again. Oh. So. That does seem like I get a point again. What is the U.S.'s World Cup record? Well, I know they've won three. Not, like, (laughs) championships, but. Oh, yes, but they have won three games. At least. I mean, they had to win more to get there, but that's besides the point. Um. Yeah. Oh, their record. So their wins and losses? Wins and losses. So, Kate. 48 wins. 12 losses. Okay. I won 30 wins, and they've lost, so they've lost at least four times. So, 10 losses? Okay. Wow. That was really close. I mean, 48 and 12. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to guess 33 and 9. You guys are so close. 
33 and 10. Wow. I almost said 10. I, well, I was so like, they had close. to have lost four times because they, like, there's three that they didn't win the final. Yeah. So that means there's, and they would have had to won. And group ones occasionally won't win. I knew yeah. that there was, and there was three times that they've won. No, seven and I guess, draws, and so and I, I don't know draws. It just said how many, when I found it, it just said how many total games they have won, or how many games they had won, and how many games they've played total. Mm-hmm. I think so we have a little bit more time to figure it out. So we will give them both half a point. Half a point. Because that was pretty impressive. I would have had no clue before I looked that up. Okay, so what team <laughs> had the most consecutive wins across World kill. Cups? Merry old USA. <laughs> oh, we're going to ask her. Um, so what country and how many do you think they had? Oh, I'm that's sorry. not what fair. The, I'm sorry, just guess. How okay. many? Not 181, because that'd be nigh impossible. What if they did 34? Okay, so you said U.S. and 34. Mary old. Mary old. You can also quote opposed to US. Um, I'm going to say Germany and 12. Okay. Okay. I mean, I was going to say Germany and I'm going to say 11. No. That was a really weird no buzzer. Anyway, moving on. You can take take that. (laughs) I'll insert a very loud, (laughs) very unexpected. It you should was... put in like a bleep, like she's swearing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, not doing that. Um, Norway oh. with ten. Wow. So the one that they won, they bowled their way through one, <laughs> and they were doing pretty well during the next one. So they probably won all seven games the year that they won it, and then won, into won the group all two. three of their group games. Mm-hmm. Dude, they probably got knocked out in the first round. Can I just say there's a surprising amount of math involved in this podcast <laughs> and the previous one. We don't actually know if it's correct math. How many more so, questions do you have? If somebody would like to fact check us, um, that's it. that was actually the last one. I do have okay. some just fun facts that I will rattle off for you here. All right, okay. I'll tally up the totals here. Oh, so oldest mean? player to play at a World Cup was Christy Rampone for the U.S. She was 40 at the 2015 Olympics. The largest age difference on the same team was 22 years in 1995, and that was for Brazil's team. The fastest goal scored at a World Cup was in the first 30 seconds, and that was by uh, Lena Vindkol of Sweden. I'm so sorry if you're ever listening to this podcast, because I just butchered (laughs) your name. And the latest goal scored was in the 122nd minute. That was by Andy Wambach. I believe that was 2011 World mm-hmm. Cup against Brazil. That was a crazy game. Anyway, and then last one. Most goals <coughs> in a World Cup game was 11, and that happened twice. Once Germany versus Argentina. Germany had 11, and the other one was Switzerland versus Ecuador. Switzerland had 10, and Ecuador had 1. Huh. That's high. Um, so the teams that have never missed out on the World Cup that have always made it into the World Cup Norway, Nigeria who are facing each other in Group A Germany, uh, Brazil Japan and the US and Sweden and then there's four teams that are qualifying for the first time for the World Cup and those are South Africa Jamaica, Scotland and Chile so those are so we'll probably do an update 
after the World Cup is over. And you'll know the outcome if we're very excited and cheering <laughs> or if there's just crying, <laughs> depending on how it goes. So, till then. Thanks for listening to Marvelous Thoughts.